we back? Okay. Yo. Um, yeah. Uh, so this is Drew I know and Daniel. what you, you yeah. motherfuckers might be thinking. Hit them. A lot of the times in podcasts, there is a chance mm-hmm. every now and then that the internet will go out. There's there's unforeseen consequences, and no, what a lot a of people would do, a, yeah. a lot of people they would say, "We're very sorry for the thing that happened. We apologize mm-hmm. that it took place." Ooh, and our then, bad. and then the yeah, it's just, oh whoops, I made a mistake. I didn't make a mistake. The internet made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. not gonna apologize because of something I couldn't control. I'm no. not that kind of guy. Nah. And a lot of other people, <laughs> a lot of other people would be like, so we just uploaded the the best we could and kind of stitched it together in a good way, and then and they try to just give you the other thing because they feel like re-recording an answer they've already given to an improv thing isn't fair to the viewer. It's not as genuine. I think it just means that they're not good enough at improv to riff twice (laughs) on the same exact subject. Yeah, so here's the thing. They don't have the balls. They don't have the ball to get the concept again. To just get what is supposed to be a a surprise fed question mm-hmm. and treat it as if they're hearing it for the first time. And with that in mind, Daniel, I have a question here from Paul Smith, mm-hmm. and uh, I know I know you can see me highlighting it. I'm a big fan of this question. Yeah, for the uh, first fucking time. Uh, there's no way you would have seen it beforehand, even though we established we both look at the same. I like that you went and you highlighted it again. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Okay. And so uh, this is a question, Daniel, from Paul Smith. This is Paul Smith's submission. I was a big fan of this one when I first heard it. Oh, uh, don't fucking do it. it. it no, was so not that one. Uh, I loved it. I loved it so much. Gosh. Daniel, I, Paul's question is, Daniel, why uh, – there's, there's no – there's general context. There's no context. But, Daniel, why Shit. the Knights of the Round Table and not Knight – Famous biography by Elie Wiesel about his experience throughout the Holocaust. Night, night, hold on. Uh, Knights of the Round Table. Let me bring it up. And Night. By Elie Wiesel. Elie Wiesel, Elie Wiesel. Night, Elie Wiesel. Okay, let me look. Oh, it's a book. Okay, (laughs) this is, oh, shit. Shit. All right, Uh fuck. Okay, so this is a book about... This is a book about the Holocaust? About his experience in the Holocaust. About his, oh, biography. A biography yeah. about being in the Holocaust. Good. Well. <laughs> Versus <laughs> the, famed Arthurian myth. I nice will say, that. there are two things that I'm very, very bad at. Um, uh-huh. One of those things is I'm not really a fan of fantastical realms. So okay. I'm not going to have a good time doing Auschwitz. I'm also not very good at things based in 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 fact like history so all of these round table dudes this is gonna be tough for me everyone everyone listening has been around a round table right like everyone has they're 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 mundane they're humdrum yeah that's like kitchen shit right there yeah. that's kitchen shit and i really like that as opposed to calling somebody like a chicken shit for being a coward you just call it's them like, kitchen shit nah man you're you're in a kitchen it's like you're a bowl of apples that anyone could grab Mm-hmm. Just that. But anyway, so I am arguing for Knights of the Round Table why it is better than the book Night by Ellie Wiesel. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. 
Oh boy. Oh, he was in there with his dad. I actually didn't know that the first time. I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say this. I will say this. With it being an autobiography, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, this is the story of what is probably going to be, and I'm assuming it's done first person. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of it that is, that is actually yeah, first person. Mostly first yeah. person. First person accounts. So what mm-hmm. you're getting is one man's perspective. As opposed to not saying that his perspective is bad. He's got a very unique one, a very important It is a very one, unique yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Well, and, man, I'm, I didn't do this the first time, but I'm going that way this time. Okay. It is a unique perspective. Yes. At the same time, though, was it that unique? There were a lot of people there. There were a lot of people in Auschwitz. Who's to say that there's not a lot of similar stories? This is just one guy. Okay. Right? Right? <laughs> Like, yeah, no, I mean, and let me, let me say, I don't want to, like, dismiss it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, hey, it doesn't suck that that happened. Yeah. But if, truly if, unique? If, if anything, ah. It's, ah. it is it is too, I think, I think it the is The problem easy. is that it's it is too, too, it is, it is, the thing yeah. that makes it very tragic is there are so many other very similar perspectives is the large scale of how yeah, it's awful the large that. scale the large uh, scales perspectives um and several several um thousands hundreds millions even millions even boy oh boy but uh-huh. that's a lot of similar perspectives mm-hmm. knights of the round table there's only there's only at most about 150 maybe a little more but that's mm-hmm. a lot less perspectives. You're probably not going to get a lot of similar overlap there. True. It's, I mean, it's, it's a little it's bit less, more less unique, likely. I feel. Less likely, for sure. Yeah, a lot less likely. Especially because it, these people were knighted, which means they did something to like, get to that thing. If anything, um, and, and once again, not to belittle uh, Knight, the book, by Ellie Wiesel, um, uh, the, the if he were to have written this book after, which he did, but, I mean, if he was to write about his life after the fact, I'm pretty sure that he would have been completely eligible to be round table. He would have been Knight Wiesel. He would have been Sir Wiesel, the guy who escaped Nazi internment camps. That's how he was knighted, as bravery. So what you got here is that you got all these knights who've already done all of the really, really, really horrible bad stuff, and you're learning about their adventures afterwards. You're seeing what did those uh, traumatic experiences uh, make them do where this guy's traumatic experience made him write the book that's about his traumatic experience uh-huh. instead of, like, fighting a dragon or fucking a sea nymph. Uh, I'm not saying that Ellie Wiesel never did those two things. I'm just saying... <laughs> Had he done them, if Ellie Wiesel, written any stories about it. If Ellie Wiesel is known for anything, it's how he was constantly fucking sea nymphs. He was, uh, so, <laughs> he was fucking sea nymphs and fucking dragons. <laughs> it is an interesting thing uh, that I actually did not know. So it's uh, Knight ended up being uh, a part of a trilogy of novels, Knight being his personal first-hand experience during mm-hmm. the Holocaust. Uh, Dawn and then Day were the second and third books. Uh, Dawn apparently um, is a, is an original work of fiction. So he wrote this. It was published the year after Night, as when Dawn came out, uh, and it is a fictional work 
about a, uh, a a character named Elisha who is a Holocaust survivor who post-war moves to Palestine, joins a resistance movement who's like this paramilitary group trying to get the British colonials out of the area, and then they that that character wrestles with their uh, internal like morality and their choices because they have to execute a British officer at dawn. And Wait so a minute, he, so that, she, that's, that's joins, she joins a, a group of like-minded individuals operating mm-hmm. under a specific code of conduct. Mm-hmm. And, and you even know what the, you call that? It's, a, it's just fucking the, nice as a round table, table right there. His second book is just already the better version of what his first book should have been. <laughs> and so what's his third book about? Well, is uh, a character you made up named fuck Lancelot? Uh, no, uh, so... <laughs> uh, Day is the, uh, is the final book, um, and it just describes his, his experiences and thoughts during and after the Holocaust. Um, and so this right here, uh, the, the way he explains it is that in Night, it is the I who speaks, so it's very personal. Um, and so in uh, Day... He, is, he describes it as uh, he listens and questions, but it says the day is the fictional story of, again, it's a Holocaust survivor who was struck by a taxi cab in New York City. While recovering from their injuries, the character reflects on the relationships and experiences during the Second World War, coming to terms with his survival and the deaths of his family and friends. So it is basically he, he survives the Holocaust only to, you know, later in life be hit uh, by a taxi, and then it's him just kind of uh, thinking about his life and his past and what he survived and that kind of stuff. Well, you want to know who would never get hit by a taxi? Any of the knights of the round table. Guinevere, uh, Lancelot, uh, Sir Michael, Sir Ector, <laughs> Sir Daniel. None of them motherfuckers get hit by taxis. <laughs> and the thing about it is, is that what? The second, his third book was based in, in fiction, right? His second, his second like, and third books are fictional. Yeah. And instead of being like, oh, I was hit by a passing cave troll. He was hit by a taxi. <laughs> In New York, that's where, taxis are, that's where yeah. taxis are born. Like, hey, they're born there. You know, put it wherever. You can have time travel. I'm sure King Arthur goes back in time, even farther back than where it's originally based. It's <laughs> whatever. You know, it's, it's fiction. You can do whatever you want. That's what makes it cool, but you choose to have a taxi. <laughs> He's like, why even <laughs> make it a regular car? I... I actually, uh, I will, I will counter that with the same argument I did uh, for Backstreet Boys, not Front Yard Men, because again, like I said, it's it's the the level of detail and the level of uh, like how specific they are with the story does make me relate more and makes it more impactful to me as both a listener to boy bands and of uh, relatively equal importance, Ellie Wiesel's novels about the Holocaust. Like it makes me relate to both of those. To a similar degree. Yeah, but here's the thing, and here's where it's cheating at that point. Okay. The guy survived the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. If you're not, that's, and I don't want to, like, punish him for it, but that's Oscar bait. That is, you're trying way too hard to win over the emotions of everybody else if you're going to write about how you survived the Holocaust. Somebody had to say it. <laughs> And it was me this time. <laughs> and, and it's just, and that's why King Arthur, they're trying to evoke 
these 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 human emotions in mm-hmm. in new innovative ways. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, obviously no regular human has fought a dragon or had to like stab a guy with a giant broadsword, but they're trying to <laughs> use these these new things to 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 actually pop into your imagination, help you grow in your in your uh, fairy tale enlightenment. And, and, and see the world in ways that, while not true, are at least different than how they actually happened. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I would say, yes, you can relate more, but of course you're going to. He was a regular guy writing a biography. That's mm-hmm. fucking cheating. All right, then how about this? Uh, I feel like this is an interesting angle on it. Uh, so we've all heard the phrase, uh, those who do not understand history are doomed to repeat it. Right, and so let's take both of these texts, Knights of the Round Table and all of Arthurian myth, and Knight by Elie Wiesel. Right, so mm-hmm. you have Knight because uh, because Knight is, I think we both agree, awful. Uh, the Holocaust is bad. <laughs> we, we, uh, the book is great. Oh yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> your implication yeah, no. was on. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It, it is it is the events he wrote them so that people would really understand and get it, so that it's ideally no one would ever have to go through that again. However, Daniel. It sounds as though you think that Arthurian myth and Knights of Roundtable are actually kind of kick-ass, right? So then, of that story, that would mean that we're not supposed to repeat fucking killing dragons and drinking from the Holy Grail? Those sound dope to me, so why wouldn't I want to repeat that? That sounds awesome. Well, here, here's the thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that, uh, well, well, and I guess here's my, my main point. Um, mm-hmm. King Arthur and his stories... Mm-hmm. are not things that are talked about in school. They're not things that are necessarily brought up about in regular conversation because, you know, how people like to just call people out as Nazis. Nazis, Auschwitz. You, you get yeah. these connectors. There yeah. are all of these connecting things. It is impossible to avoid hearing about uh, Nazi concentration camps in Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. It, is, it was such a big deal. Yes. The thing about it is, is that if your parents bought the wrong books when you were a kid... You will mm-hmm. never hear about King Arthur. You will never hear about Lancelot. You are more likely to end up waking up one day and all of a sudden everything's made out of stones, there's swords sticking out of them, and dragons are fucking... And <laughs> all that's happening because you, you just walk out there and say, oh, I guess little Jimmy wasn't read the story of King Arthur. It's, okay, yeah, that kid doesn't know. But okay. you know that every night, you know, the parents are opening up Night by Ellie Wiesel and saying, <laughs> starting on chapter one, and just reading all the way through. So the kid is just sleeping soundly because he's a fucking monster. So, so, so then the implication is, so it's, oh God, okay, so it's. There's a lot of implications here. And I'm sorry about like most of them. Yeah. So, but, but then I would say to, to pull it back around, uh, it's. It is if if a, if a, if a person goes their whole life and doesn't it ha- happens to not hear about the Knights of the Round Table. Worst case scenario, it's you either live in the world as it is now, or worst case, you wake up and then dragons are real and people are heroic knights. Dope. If somebody fucks up and doesn't know Elie Wiesel's story through the book Knight, <laughs> the implications that it happens again because somebody doesn't know and their parents yeah, didn't read I it to them. I will say this. If the, if the things that happen in Knights of the Round Table happen, that means yeah. that the world is, is filled with uh, magic and, and people who, <laughs> who can are more than good. likely afraid of horrible, horrible monsters and are going to work together. And the mm-hmm. horrible monsters aren't the people you live with. 
Yes. Um, and I would honestly much rather have it the other way. Because, you know, you know the story of King Arthur. He was just kind of a, a, a regular little bitch boy. Pulls yeah. a sword out of a stone. He's like, whoa, I'm, I'm a badass. That's yeah. cool. And so with, with that being the case for potentially everyone. Yeah, it's, everyone has that inside them. Yeah, everybody yeah. everybody has that, like, thing inside of them. It's just like, oh, maybe I. Because it's like, you know, there's a lot of people on the nice round table. And then you got your Merlins and you got all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the other scenario is just, oh, hey, maybe I can escape from the concentration camp. That. <sighs> And, and it's just, yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want that to happen at all. Yeah, so I think, I think that, I think reading the stories about Arthur, Arthur and the Knights better yeah. for you. And I also think that not reading the stories so that history can repeat itself about Arthur and his knights, yeah, probably a better idea. It's better in both. Okay, I feel like we did it. I feel like we came out of that one. Yeah, oh, it boy. took fucking 16 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. So that means that we're probably up to maybe... God damn. Uh, to be honest, I don't know how game you are for this. I actually was uh, down with over-recording on this one because of how many good ones we had. We do, have, we do have quite a few. And I do think there's enough points, especially including this bit, where yeah. we can we can just edit it and, and keep it going and that might yeah because yeah, if anything I may even th- I may have this be a two parter and then do it as a bonus uh, episode for people as well so I, f- I feel like if we go over on this one that's yeah, not yeah a bad okay thing. okay okay all right hmm. well let me think of my yeah. next question and by that I mean let me look at the list that people have thrown me <sighs> oh that one is a cute question but not not necessarily one I want to ask. <laughs> There's some things you don't, you just don't want to know about people. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Let's 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 go with with the Sarah, a Sarah question. Okay. And so, <laughs> I oh, <laughs> uh, they're both pretty good. I'm going to ask you, Drew. Yes. With with the murder of crows. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take away the fact that murder just means, um, murder means a a a a group of this. Oh, okay. So this oh, question, fuck. okay, this question that I want to ask because we'll just oh. consider this. Ah, it's correct because it's a pun, but I'm going to yeah. change the definitions here. So why murder of crows, not an, suicide natural or suicide slash natural death of crows? So like as in uh, as in like a, a detective on on like a, in a police force comes up and goes these crows were killed. This is the, there has been a murder of these crows. Yeah, there there has been a murder of crows. Oh, ver- why why that? is a, why is a murder of crows better than suicide, suicide or, or natural, natural death of crows? Holy shit! Okay, um, so let's uh, let's read this boy and bolt him uh, out. Okay. The thing about crows. <laughs> My favorite beginning to any Fuck. answer. Fuck. Okay. The thing about crows. <laughs> the thing about crows, and not enough people talk about this. Okay, not enough people are bringing this up. Is crows are naturally as like as the natural law of things. Immortal. If a crow is left by itself, 
uh, left to its own devices and it has <laughs> enough feed to eat, it'll live forever. The only thing stopping that originally was... I do not want to be on this side of the argument. Was, <laughs> now you know how I feel. Yeah. Was either a crow fucks up and starves to death because uh, it doesn't have enough feet around it, or it unfortunately takes its own life. What humans have done to uh, to undo, because those are both incredibly tragic and sad deaths, it's either the crow had to suffer over a long period of time due to not having the feed it needed, or the crow wasn't able to reach out and wasn't able to get support from its other fellow crows to uh, to overcome whatever stress was putting it through that made, that made suicide the preferable option for that crow. Humans... Um, uh, and, and one of the few examples of us being a beneficiary in the evolution of a creature stepped in and said, hey, crows, whenever it's your time, <laughs> whenever whenever just the world isn't going to let you you know, live a good life anymore, you know what we're going to do for you, crows? We're going to come in and we're going to kill you as like a as like a doctor-assisted suicide type thing. It, it's clearly things aren't working out and, and it's a foregone conclusion. Well, it but can't be assisted suicide. Yeah, because then there would be an assisted suicide across. Uh, it, it, but that, I'm saying that was that was originally that was that was back in the day. Over time, it has changed. It, it segued from from a uh, from a doctor assisted suicide of crows to then it was a it was an, an involuntary manslaughter of crows. Then it was a voluntary manslaughter of crows, and now it, as we come to 2017, it is now a murder of crows. It, it is there's people whose job it is to go out and kill crows so that they don't have the burden of an immortal lifespan because then they have to see, you know, other species they meet come and go. They have to deal with that stress. They may run out of food. They may overeat. So then they all die. Yeah, that's so what it, I was, I was waiting on the, 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 the being immortal watching mm-hmm. everything you love die. Yep. That, and that's ultimately, that's what it comes out to. Um, and it's that, that is what we do as humans. That's what we do as a, as a trans species benefit to the crows. The crows is us, uh, crows for us. They gave us, uh, they give us a lot of cool imagery. They're really black birds. They're dope looking. Um, <laughs> and you know what? And that's enough. That's, that's all we need. <laughs> that's all we need from crows. We didn't look dope. That is true. And so we killed them so that they can look dope. Without yeah, having to, like, be sad. <laughs> that is a good answer. That's a good answer. Good yeah. answer, true. Why is murdering birds better than them killing themselves <laughs> or, or dying? dying Fucking God. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, man. Uh, okay, which one do I uh, want to get in here? Because uh, uh, um, we we do we do just have so many good ones. I I, I do not want to. I don't know if I want to do this one at all. The, I like the wording on it. I like reading that question, but that question's so dicey. Uh, I mean, if <laughs> I just had to uh, shoot down. Uh, uh, Auschwitz book. So I feel like I feel like I'm always good for dicey because I can I if can it, play yeah. the character of an okay. awful human mm-hmm. um, without feeling uh, guilt. 
<laughs> which which <laughs> might raise questions about the character. But like, it's for the it's for the craft. It's it's for the the artistry of of improvisation. If Sometimes you, yeah. you're not gonna like the characters you have to be. Okay. With that in mind. Uh, oh boy. Because there's also this one here. Oh there's boy. A, there's a couple of these that are real. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. You know what? I feel like I feel like after those back to back, we have earned ourselves a little like a little. We got a breather. We need a breather, I think. Okay, so Daniel, I want to do I want to do this question by Josh Hendricks. This is a little bit a little bit less intense. I want to do Daniel. Josh Hendricks asks, Daniel, why a rugby team and not a rug rats episode? Ah, <laughs> the age-old question. This old chestnut. <laughs> Why a rugby team, not a Rugrats episode? All right. Let me do a quick little bit of research. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. And <laughs> that's not the thing I wanted to say. All right. <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, I'm trying to search just how, how many rugby players are are, are playing, um, <laughs> but just when I was right, how many rugby players and just it just the first like three things were have died, <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even like of injuries. It's just how many rugby players have died, and I'm curious about that question. Well, but the answer is most. Yeah, <laughs> it's most. But it depends of on most. how long the sport's been around, but um. But I feel like uh... okay, okay. All right, and and let me do this real quick. It's quick math. Sorry, I'm doing some quick math here. Okay. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy, that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, that is quite a bit. Oh boy, howdy. All right. Okay. So why a rugby team, and not a a Rugrats? Episode. episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not, well, obviously, <laughs> with a singular, because this isn't just Rugrats episodes. This yeah, is a one... Rugrats episode. With yeah. a Rugrats episode, I'm not going to lie, you're going to get, because uh, uh, the way that they used to do the, the, the line of programming, would it would be considered one block would be two short episodes, and that would make out a full episode of Rugrats. Yes. And so you're getting two... Uh, probably close to 12-minute tales mm-hmm. of kids growing up in, in an adult-oriented world. Uh, and you're getting a, 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 an insight to the, to the mind of children that you couldn't possibly get anywhere else. Rugrats is a masterpiece. I'm not going to yes. deny that. But the thing about that is, is that that's, that's 30 minutes of entertainment. Mm-hmm. One episode. And you only can watch one. Yeah. One episode. And you're stuck with just one. Where? Mm-hmm. If you have a rugby team, you're getting 15 different guys, 15 different boys. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive that rugby, I don't think rugby has a female league. Uh, I, I'm not, definitely not to the level of the of You're the not, male not to the level. Now. So more than likely, more than likely, just statistically, mm-hmm. you're getting 15, 15 different boys. Mm-hmm. 15 different boys you get to hang out with. Not only are these regular boys. These are specialized boys. These are specialized regular boys. Specialized um, regular boys. <laughs> you're getting some specialized boys here on your rugby team. Mm-hmm. 
And, and each of these, not only are they going to have a vastly different personality than the last, but they're also going to have a team mentality because they are a team, and mm-hmm. that's good. So you know that if nothing else, these guys are friendly. They yeah. don't want to hurt you. They want to hurt their opponents. And in this scenario, there aren't any. This is just a team. Yeah, this, this is, is just a team. If you- anything, their opponent is an episode of Rugrats. <laughs> and although it may be off-putting at first to see a group of 15 men say, hey, we don't like that. We don't like that. But, you know, that's only because they have to. Because the, it's rugby. Their coach said, yeah. Their yeah, coach their coach said, said hey, you don't like that. And they might even like them. You know, uh, at the end of a rugby game, you always see people shaking hands. You see people yeah. saying, hey, that was a good game. As mm-hmm. soon as they're done stomping on that VHS copy of Rugrats, <laughs> they'll pick it right up, put it together, and they're going to shake its hand. They're going to say, good job. Thanks, Rugrats. They're going to say, thanks, Rugrats, for really everything that you've done for, for our generation. <laughs> but here's the thing. You're also getting you're getting specialized boys. You're getting the hooker boy. You're getting the two prop boys. You get your tight head boy. You get your loose head boy. <laughs> you got your two lock boys. You're getting two flanker boys. I love that number eight position is just called number eight. You can just get an eighth boy. Like, that's his whole thing. Guess what number nine boy's called? That's, nine boy? No, he's scrum half. He's the scrum half boy. Like, that already is more entertaining than probably the name of the Rugrats episode you're watching. Like, Likely. when you're meeting number nine, you're going to say, what is his deal? What does he possibly do? He's the scrum half. And then you have your outside or standoff or fly half. And that's number 10. That's a three-for-one banger boy right there. You get your left wing. You get your right wing. Your left center, inside center, right center, outside center. And then you know what? Mm-hmm. One guy's always got your fullback. You have one member guaranteed to have your back no matter what. I have all of my back. He has a like fullback. Like, this isn't like a trust fall. This is like... Growing extra arms. I'm saying light all over again. I didn't mean to. But this this is this guy has to have just very, very long arms. Very nice, soft, pillowy arms, I would imagine, because uh-huh. that's how you keep such a nice grasp on the ball. You gotta hug it tight. It. So this all these guys. Beautiful huggers. Great. Whether you're a lock, a hooker, or a prop. I guess head or tight head. You're getting some of you're getting some half of the, or or fullback. If you want that left and and guess what? Mm. Political ideologies together. You got your left wing. You got your right, your right wing. wing. You even have your left center and your right center. center. You're getting people. You're getting. Oh gosh, left center and right center. You're getting every single walk of the political parties. Mm-hmm. And so yep. if if you're like if you're feeling pretty uh, 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 liberal, you just say, oh, you know what? I'm gonna hang out with number eleven today. He's the left wing. I'm gonna hang out with him. And the left center comes in, and he's just like, well, there's a couple of decent ideologies over here. And he's like, you know what, left center? Yeah. And the right center's like, hey, you know what? If you want to come over here, that's cool. But also, I get your point. And you go, oh, you know what, whatever. And if right rings over there, and they're like, hey, you know, I also exist. And they say, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you, and if you want to just completely throw out any kind of poli- political things, you know, just go to your number eight. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea what he would do. I like to think that, that if they accidentally pocket him, then the other team loses because that's how a number eight works in pool. <laughs> so I can only assume. Well, yeah, you got 15 players. Yeah, rugby is just man pool. 
And not a single episode of Rugrats is about them all being basically pool. Yeah, and Rugrats doesn't have a single scrum half. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Rugrats go to, goes to Paris. I'm pretty sure it contains at least two or three scrum halves. But that's it's a movie, and that's yeah. not an episode. Yeah, it's not an episode. It would not count. It would be, uh, But, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you really, you just, even though you're seeing, what is it, five, four. Well, I guess five mm-hmm. if you count Angelica. But you're seeing five babies just mm-hmm. learning about the world in, in, like, the most innocent manner, and you get a spattering of adult humor in there. Yeah, just so bit. that, you know, you're not getting bored if you're a parent watching the show with your kids. It's got mm-hmm. something for everybody. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna deny that. But yeah. this is 15 things, every possible political affiliation. You got, your, you got your full bag keeping you safe. You have a hooker. There's a hooker there. I don't know. You can fuck it, I guess. <laughs> you got to pay it. But still, they're there. You got a loose head and tight head prop. <laughs> like, the two locks you get, that's yeah. just extra. That's overkill at that point. Yeah, just got double up. <laughs> so that's why that's why you'd a rugby team uh, and not uh, a Rugrats episode. I mean, and plus, I mean, even even if you really if you had if you had the rugby team and you just really wanted a Rugrats episode, I think you brought up a good point. There's not even really, there's definitely not more than fifteen important characters in an episode of Rugrats. You could just have the rugby team act out your favorite episode of Rugrats. Oh, they'd be so good at it. And they'd be so good because they're they're good at working as a team. And even furthermore, they could act out more than one episode. They could act out the whole series if you want them to. They could go to All Grown Up. They could act out those stuff. Yeah, let me think. Okay, so you got got Phil Lil. You got the mom and dad of them. You got Chucky and his dad. And that's seven so far. You got Tommy, Dill. uh, You get Kim. You get Angelica. um, And then you get Angelica's parents. And then you get um, Tommy's parents. Yep, uh, Stu and uh, oh, and the, then you get and then you get um, you get uh, Chucky's new mom, the Asian mom, because I have Kim in there. That's fifteen right there. Yeah, that and, is and practically main cast. Like you're not gonna get um, that's that's all the that's all the kids. That's all the main cast, and that's all their parents. Not many episodes have their parents playing a big role the whole time. So that's even like more than yeah, you would so, usually. Bam! Need. That's Rugrats the movie right there. Yeah, you're, you're already in on it. Easy. And then episodes that don't have them, have one of the prop loose heads play Spike. You can have or, him play as, um... Or have one of the props play a prop. You have so many <laughs> If you need a loose head or a tight head. You got all the... <laughs> I, those, those are alternate types of I, a, I will a say that, that Chucky Fenster's I mean, dad is definitely the scrum half. Oh, oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But that, yeah. that's... I don't want to be mean to him any more than I have been. <laughs> I've just been tearing into some, some people today. Yeah, we've been really going into Charles. Right, so, so what are you feeling? We're we're thirty four minutes on the second recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you what do you think? We got one more. I, I say I say fuck it. Let's just do a whole second hour. I say fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We can get in yeah. that. Yeah. Easy. All right. Uh. Well, let's see what's good. Oh, you know what? Hmm. I like the idea. Okay. Of, I'm going to do another switch. I do want to do another switch. Okay. Um, and I do want to say that in this switch, this is why one is better in that place than the other. Okay. So, so, so it's, I, have to put, I have to put one of these two things in like the same spot. And so why yeah, it the is the same spot that they would be where they would normally be and why mm-hmm. it would be better than the other one. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch this up here. Okay. So why... On the right and left side of your baseball fields, mm-hmm. would you 
<laughs> have dig dug and in, and not a dugout with which the rest of the teams can sit and relax. All right. Here's the thing about baseball. Um, I'm going to come out. I'm not even going to. This is not even a joke opinion. This is my genuine feelings on baseball. The sport is boring as fuck. Our, our, the, the United States' greatest pastime is incredibly uninteresting, except for brief, brief pockets of, of high-octane, high very intense action. And I, those will say pockets, now, I will yeah. say now. I will say now. Two things. One is it's kind of a thing to throw out. And then the other thing is that it's actually um, – very heftily not America's favorite pastime. They're actively uh, trying to make several rules changes to make the game more exciting to bring people back to watching it. Oh, that's good. So I am in the probably majority yeah, so this, opinion. This going to help you. And I also say that um, as a person who does enjoy baseball, uh-huh. I will say that if you think of baseball as an anime mm-hmm. where – the game is filler episodes, but every now and then you get some really dope ass fights. It yeah. makes it more enjoyable. Possible. That's just that's that's opinion, but but I but I do completely understand where you're coming from. But and so here, here's what I'll say to my to my grant to my uh, larger point. It is it's baseball is just big swaths of things that aren't interesting. You know what <laughs> is nonstop entertainment and excitement <laughs> fucking dig dug i know again i'm gonna be in the majority opinion here dig dug is a is a veritable thrill ride of excitement you got <laughs> man you got going up you got going down you got going sides and sides you got digging in the dirt and that's constantly that never stops you're doing that the whole time right and here's the thing. I don't know if you know this about Dig Dug. It had sequels. There's other games. So it's not even like there's just <laughs> one. There's several. You got your Dig Dug. You got your Dig Dug arrangement. You got your Dig Dug remix. That's apparently it. And that's all you need. <laughs> and so it's you go, okay, well, you know, and, and here's, I feel like this even underscores uh, your point about it being an anime. You, so you got your filler episodes happening on the field. You got a lot of nothing happening. The audience's attention starts to wonder, what better to keep them engaged with what they're seeing in front of them than, oh, I can just pan my eyes over to the side and I can see a game of Dig Dug? Boom. I'm excited and I'm still there, so whenever something exciting happens, I just got to turn slightly back to the field and then I can see it. It's better for the audience. It's all around. Okay. And, but I, 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 will, I will remind you mm-hmm. um, why that exact positioning Oh, on I the have field, and in, instead of a dugout that can house the twelve like other guys on the team, like they're just out there now. Well, so like if I if I'm a if I'm a baseball owner, if I own this team, I'm paying those dudes to play baseball. I'm not paying them to not play baseball and sit in a dugout. They're 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 costing me money. Those dudes are making <laughs> millions of dollars. And so and again, it's what I want to do is I don't want the people to leave the, the stadium. I want them to stay there. You know, buy concessions, buy tickets, and be there. So I need to have the I need to have the dig dug cabinet somewhere <laughs> where they're going to see them and wear better to the dugouts. I want I make sure that my my baseball players are earning their millions of dollars a year. They're earning their keep by playing the whole time. This of course would mean that offense or defense, the entire team is on the field the whole time. So also, <laughs> I feel like that also gives you a new aspect to baseball. Baseball is instantly more exciting by like a good bit. If you and just have everybody on the field at on, the same time. Everybody on the field at the same time. I will say that that does increase the, incite, uh, the excitement because that's a lot more danger 
Yes. <laughs> if a ball goes anywhere. Oh, yeah, no, and there's a lot more people with bats because you would still be, you know, geared up like you oh, were Oh, yeah, on all the, the gear has to be just sitting down on the side as well. Uh, and so you just, you just have your bats just around. And so that means that if you're playing on defense, you know, you got your pitchers and such, you have to then you have to then play this mind game with a bunch of, like, 11 dudes staring at you. They got bats in their hands. And they're big. They're big boys. And, you know, sure, the rules say that they can't do anything with the bats, but they have them. Uh, they do have them. They do have them. And, and people have broken rules before. It's like people throw balls to directly hit a guy. There are uh, fights I think in baseball occasionally. Yeah, people That's have right. fought people occasionally with it. And so and so like it, it, if you think that a fight is going to be less exciting when half of the dudes have bats, you are woefully mistaken. And you know, and this is another thing that I think would be very, very interesting. Just to mm-hmm. you go on to your point, if you got Dig Dug going, you just plug in one of the giant uh, TV screens at the stadiums into like a direct feed yeah. of the thing. And the thing about it is, is that if the players keep playing it, you're going to have different high scores on the on the board, Constantly. and and that's going to be fun for the fans because you're going to say not only is, is Freddie Freeman like here, and he's just the best pitcher for the Braves, best pitcher we have. He's yeah. also first place in Dig Dug. He's also kicking ass. And so Ender Inciarte yeah. just right underneath, and he, like, made his name just, like, uh, like uh, fuck, with, like, F-U-C. And yeah. so everyone's just like, oh, Ender. That's yeah. so funny. And that's so classic get, Ender. That's classic Ender Inciarte. You know, here's the thing. And, and people people complain, like, oh, I can't, I just can't get excited about a game of baseball because the score ends and it's, like, two to three. That's such a low-scoring game. Oh, that's you know true. Not, you know what's not a low-scoring game? Motherfucking Dick Doug. Doug Got hundreds of points. <laughs> hundreds. Now, now baseball is hitting basketball levels. That game, is, that game is relevant again. It's earning more money. And, you know, I, I feel like I came off I came off as a little kind of big, bad capitalist man when I'm saying I want my baseball players working the whole time. But here's the thing. If they're also over there playing the game of Dig Dug, yeah, they're they playing. Down, they're always they, playing a game. If they're always playing, but whenever they're playing Dig Dug, it's a different type. It's got different things that it's having, so they're able to mentally unwind and relax. You know, So it's, it's still also a benefit to the players, even. All-around benefit. I agree. I think that uh, it'll happen. <laughs> I, 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 think that's gonna, I think that's real now. I think that that's a, a true possibility. Is there gonna Sun Trust Sun Trust Park is doing some crazy things at that Brave Stadium. <laughs> I, it's a, nothing's out of the question. They do they do gimmick things on Saturdays for kids. I could see them just saying, "Oh, instead of dugouts, it's dig dug this time," and kids go, "Wow!" <laughs> <laughs> they just go on the field to play dig dug and get hurt bad. <laughs> and half the kids have bats. Uh... <laughs> All right, let me see which one of these. Which one of these do I want to do? Uh, 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 why'd you have to, why is that what I'm singing? Oh, that's okay. good, though, that's good, though. Yeah, it's Me Love by, oh, um, oh, 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 why'd we have to go away okay. from home? Oh, that's good, that's a long <laughs> no, entirely. It's All Me Love. Daniel, mm-hmm. the question I have is, uh, it's another question from Paul Smith, and I think the context I'm going to do is uh, Daniel? You are you're like an emerald. You're like a Rachel Ray. You are on television. So this is a high stakes, and you you host a cooking show. Mm-hmm. And so you're going into this episode, and Daniel, I want to know whenever you are you're in your stage, you're in your you know your your set kitchen. Daniel, why would you prefer to have Spice Girls and not a Spice Rack for this cooking show? Um. Well. This 
uh, can be answered very easily. Mm. We'll see how I do. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> I, I will say this. I, I, I am a, I am in, in this scenario, I am an Emerald Legasso. I am a very talented chef. Yeah, you were a good chef. But the, the thing that I'm finding about mm. these cooking shows is that it, you, you can't get by on yourself alone. The only real shows that do that are these, these early morning, like, shitty shows that, that moms watch when they're sad. Okay. They, they watch the Rachel Rays. They watch the, 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 the Bobby Flays, but the ones where he's not fighting anybody or, like, competing directly against other people. Yeah. And, and these shows are successful, but they really, really shouldn't be. <laughs> and, 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 and I will say that I, I will give credit. These people have made money doing something that I find to be far more boring than baseball. This is, this is like watching a Let's Play. <laughs> but for food. Yeah, and it's just so much worse. Because you don't, you don't get to eat it. In a Let's Play, when you're watching someone play a video game, at least you're like, oh, hey, these story elements are cool. Or, or you oh, can hey, go this buy is really well animated. This is really, really nice. You can so go you, buy there's an experience to get there. Yeah, you can go, you can buy, you can go buy a digital copy. You can get yeah, it you while can, you're watching. You can get, oh, I can just buy a digital copy. I can, I can go. I've watched this, and, and now I can, I can now play this. And you can watch someone cook a food, mm-hmm. and then you can do it. But that's the equivalent of seeing somebody play a game and then say, oh, I'm going to make that game. Yeah, I'm going to code it. I'm, no. I'm going to code that game. I'm going to do that. Nobody, nobody truly enjoys watching somebody just cook. They want to watch people compete. But even more than that, a thing mm-hmm. that people love is, is uh, the, the, the competition type shows. But even more than that, they love Alton Brown, who is one of the yeah. only people. To, to get by by doing, instead of just, hey, watch me cook a dumb fucking thing, mm-hmm. he just, he goes in and he does these weird little skits where he yeah. throws up all of this really weird shit. And so it, it, it throws people off. They're like, oh, this is really different. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm in my show and I'm talking about the different cool things about food and I'm saying, <laughs> oh, hey, let me check out my spice rack for more information about, I don't know, apricots. And I open it up, and instead of a spice rack, it is just on a rack, the Spice Girls. And they're saying, I, hey, did you know that apricots are, like, one of the only nuts that are a fruit? And, and, and you get each one doing a different fact. And also, since they're musically talented, mm-hmm. it's like you could even go full on with it. Like, just go over the top. And you have them all singing a song. It's just like, we are Spice Girls. Apricots are a fruit. We got nuts. They're good as fuck. And that's what we're going to do. And, you know. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and especially. If I can have them become a recurring thing. Where instead of going to my stupid spice rack. To like get things, I just say, let's check the spice rack. Open it up, bam. 
You got Spice the Spice Girls in there. They're, they're just always, no matter what the episode is, if they're always singing about apricots, that's still funny. People are going to watch that and say, this is really bizarre. But you do, you know, uh, uh, Eric Andre, uh, all of these adults swim, they're on the uptake. This kind of bizarre, absurdist comedy is really getting up there. And and if you if you just have every episode, Spice Girls singing their ass off about apricots, infinitely. Infinitely more enjoyable than watching me open up a thing and be like, oh, hey, oh, good. I got some ginger spice. Great. Yeah. I'm going to pour it on my shit. And then you just have the girls come out and just whatever spice they are, they just, they just hold it in their hands, in the palm of their hands. They just pour it onto the food. And they just go, yeah, ginger spice. Yeah, sunny spice. Yeah. <laughs> Big spice. I don't know the, the spice girl as well. It was one of the few times I decided to not look it up, but I'm pretty sure that's all three of them. <laughs> but, yeah, you have no reason for little containers. Just have them come out and pour it on. You get them involved. They're having a good time. They can hold more spices than. Yeah, spice they can hold more spice than most bottles can. Most bottles. <laughs> not even just regular spice bottles. Just, just a regular. So that's my answer to that. You know? <laughs> Spice racks are stupid. Yeah, sp- whenever you frame it that way. I mean, I guess, you know, Spice racks are an older invention. They they existed in a time whenever we didn't have the, have Spice, the Spice Girls. Have the Spice Girls, right. So, it's just somebody came up with something better. So, so yeah, so it's currently, if you're still using a Spice Rack in 2017. It's like, yeah, you could dude. use, like, a big old paddle to churn your butter <laughs> It's yeah, just like, but we've evolved gonna, past that. You yeah, could just get wrong. the Spice Girls to churn your butter. <laughs> like, they're people. They can do that. Yeah. They can do <laughs> it is five women. They can do many things. They can, they, they, can, they can do a variety of tasks. I would argue that with enough training, uh, all of them combined could do anything you could do better than you. Because yeah. there's more of them. There's more of them. You can eventually train them to do your show for you. Yeah, they can cook better than me. Like, I'm Emerald Legasso, but if you give me enough time with the Spice Girls, which I would have, yeah. I can make them better than me. Absolutely. Except for maybe Big Spice. She might <laughs> require too much work. <laughs> <laughs> Big Spice is a doozy. Big Spice is just back to that. It's back to the New York Giants, not actual Giants question. You, you can't talk to Big Spice. She's too big. She wouldn't listen to you. <laughs> yeah, that is, and then that, she's going to get mad and kill half of the audience. That's a problem. That is true. Um, this next question <laughs> comes from... Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it. Because uh, yeah. this only leaves uh, one other person's question unanswered. But uh-huh. I, I will do the question from my wife. I okay. will ask you. Yes. And... This, this I will be doing, of course, in, in the religion sense, but okay. also mm-hmm. in the baseball sense. So if you were going to have uh, yeah. religious officials playing mm-hmm. baseball, okay, <laughs> why the St. Louis Cardinals, not the St. Louis Popes? Now, I do need to specify, mm-hmm. the question was a- asked and said, Popes. There are yes, multiple popes in this instance. Okay, okay. So th- this is this is less even like a a name that the team has chosen to represent themselves, and it is just an accurate description of where they are from and what they are. Um, here is the problem with the St. Louis Popes, even even irrelevant to the St. Louis Cardinals being the opposition there. Um, <laughs> this, 
this is uh, this is a little bit of my history background showing, but a lot, a lot of problems have happened, especially in like ancient Europe, with regards to the the Catholic Church, the the uh, the Roman Catholic Church, and multiple popes. Multiple popes is a thing that has happened, and just about every time it's happened, there have been wars over it and death and big old battles. And so, and that and that's back then whenever all they had for, you know, doing their war was farmers and swords. That's all they had to actually do a war with. You do this in 2017, and the field of St. Louis, and if I know anything about St. Louis, violent battlefield all the time. And you introduce into that multiple popes, it is going to be just bloodshed. I, I had to, I had to go in and I said, what is, what is this a thing? And yeah, it's yeah. the great, it's the Western great schism is, yeah. is what it is called oh, of when this happened. Oh uh, yeah. Of when it happens. And so it's, 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 so it's, I'm just trying to enjoy, you know, my baseball game. I got my peanuts. I got my Cracker Jacks. I got my Dig Dug over there on the side. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm, 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 I'm laid back. I'm relaxed. I'm chilling out. And then I fucking got to deal with sectarian religious war. I'm not trying to deal with that on my Sunday. I'm trying to relax. He's got 50 points on Dig Dug. I don't have the time to deal with all the sadness of all this war and plus st louis cardinals red's a cooler color white if your team's an all white you're clearly the away team you're less interesting to me i want my home team and my reds with my cardinals and i do not want my away team with my sectarian religious war with the st louis popes i got you and and you also have to take into account that the the western great schism as i'm reading right now Uh um was just two popes that's only two. You have to have it was like, just what, 11? two at the same time. You have to have like eleven to field a baseball team. Imagine that. That is so many more wars. It is. That it's is... actually only nine. Oh, nine? Okay. It is that's only still... nine. But even then, nine popes. Because that's <laughs> not only is it bad that there's not just one. It's mm-hmm. worse that there's not just two, and it's even worse still that there's not eight. Like there's yeah. no even split here. No. It's nine. It's, so that means I have to assume, so it's, you went from one pope and no wars because of the popes. And then as soon as you got a second pope, there was one war. That means there's always one less war than the amount of popes there are. There's eight wars happening. And because there's not even, there's not like an even split on sides, you can't even have like a four-on-four pope battle. Because, you know, that could be cool. But no, because there's <laughs> nine, there's people fighting on a side of a pope all over the place. That's madness. I can't follow it. I, I get, hey, you know what? Good. Baseball took my note. It's a little more exciting. But maybe there's such thing as too much excitement. And I think that line is eight religious wars happening at one time. That's true. That. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's fine. That's just, that's yeah, the case. <laughs> I hope somebody pauses the podcast right there and is like, you know what? Eight religious wars is too exciting. That is too much for me. Yeah. It's a, we already got Dig Dug on the side. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, the, you're adding too much to the game. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a little bit more. Also, you got to hire so much more security because players are just going to start running. Or players should run on the field. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we established the players have bats just hanging out on well, the yeah, field. But I, 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 was, I was trying to say that people in the crowds, uh, these religious <laughs> uh, fanatics, Yes. Um, to all of these separate Catholic churches and, and beliefs, all running on the field and and doing these 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 um 
These war. <laughs> these war, yeah. These eight yeah. war. There's eight war here. There's, there's eight of there's them. There's only two Dig Dug cabinets. Like, we can't distract enough we of not, these. We can't distract these people. <laughs> we can't distract nearly enough to, to actually make any headway here. Yeah, I think we got enough time for one question that I can answer very fast, and then I will do our uh, exiting uh, question. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, um, I, I'm going to... I am actually. I'm going to pull one of mine. Uh, I'm going to pull one of mine out for the for the final one that I'm going to do. And Daniel, what I want to say here is, uh, you are in the you're in the situation where you are you are organizing a party. Um, this is this is like a bachelorette or bachelor type party. Group of friends, and they want to get wild one last time in a safe environment because they're about to make a big decision where they can't do that anymore. So people are trying to cut a little loose, and you're and you're booking entertainment for this party. Wait, I'm bu- hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm booking yeah. entertainment for a party of who? Uh, it's a bachelorette slash bachelor type party. Okay, bachelorette yeah. slash bachelor type party, and I'm yeah. booking entertainment. Okay. Yeah. yeah, people looking to get a little wild before they can do it. And, and Daniel, I want to know of the of the entertainment you booked. Why Chip and Dale rescue rangers, not oh. Chip and Dale dancers? Ah, well, mm-hmm. there is. <laughs> There is, there is many a good reason <laughs> that you would want a Chippendale uh, rescue. Um, uh, first and foremost, if you're going a uh, 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 bachelor bachelorette or bachelor party with it, these mm-hmm. things can get a little out of control. Absolutely, because even if you're not bringing in these dancers, there is mm-hmm. typically alcohol. You're typically in a public mm-hmm. place. You're, you're yeah. like, I, like, yeah, I'm not going to hire dancers, but, you know, I'm going to take us to a bar. I'm going to take no, us to a, some, some, like, crazy fucking bar where shit goes down. And it's like, we're going to party. We're going to party. We don't need the dancers. Like, because when we drink, we can dance. That's the thing we can do. We can take mm-hmm. our clothes off. That's the thing any human can do. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can go. We can be that element. But the thing about it is, and this is what uh, you always hear stories about in, in movies and, and, and uh, these crazy bachelor parties and bachelorette parties, mm-hmm. is that people... The next day, they're always saying, oh, man, what a crazy night. I can't remember a thing. I can't remember what happened. Where are my shoes? Where'd my purse go? Where's my wallet? Who did I sleep with? Ooh. And it's, it's all these questions. Everything is a blur. Mm-hmm. And so when things are a blur... A bunch of dancers aren't going to help you figure out what the fuck happened. <laughs> a bunch of dancers are gone. A bunch of dancers have been paid and they've left. Yeah, a bunch of dancers, at most, will answer your question by dancing at you. And they'll say, man, I also don't know. I also <laughs> don't know what happened. <laughs> but if you have Chippendale Rescue Rangers, mm-hmm. complete with, uh, with Gizmo and 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 uh, Monterey Jack, not Gizmo, Gadget. Sorry, you got Zipper, and you got Spunky. <laughs> you got you got you got the whole squad there. Mm-hmm. There, you your wallet. They're gonna know where that is. They're gonna have been keeping track. They're gonna say, "Oh no, the wallet's been kidnapped." And and then Monterey Jack will say, "Don't worry about it, boys. I'll go get it." And then you go, Monterey Jack goes over there, he gets the wallet bag by, by climbing in through like a box, sneaking into whoever took your wallet's like, I don't know, hammock. And he takes it, puts it in his little teeth, 
and flies a plane back. I'm pretty positive. <laughs> and so, and if you need anything, you could just ask Chip and Dale. said, what happened? They said, well, we saw you talking to a bunch of crazy men. They were trying to put something in your drink, but we made sure we switched it out for something that didn't have it in there. I'm Dale. And, and, and I'm Chip. <laughs> That's my impression. I, <laughs> oh, 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 was that an impression? I had thought no, you were yeah. the voice actors to come in. Yeah, and, and you, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then best of all, best of uh-huh. all, like, you, you know what happened last night. Chip and Dale, they know. They've got your back. They're going to make sure that, that you're not in danger. They're not a stranger. They're going to mm-hmm. help you out. Um, Monterey Jack, he's going to do all the muscle work. He's going to make sure if anyone's trying to fuck with you, he'll eat their legs. He will do that. But <laughs> first and foremost, or I guess not first and foremost, but last and uh, loremost, um, you sit there and you're holding your head and you say, oh, man, who did I fuck last night? And you turn over and you see Gadget Hackwrench just laying right there, jumpsuit unzipped, titty hanging out. You go, oh, shit. Gadget Hackwrench. And she says, I hope you had a good time. <laughs> And uh, for a bachelorette party, you know, if you get drunk enough, um, you also had sex with Gadget Hackwrench. Um, or, or both Chip and Dale. Threesome. You got to live it up. Yeah, you, you either. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like just for your brain, it's a little better to only have one of the voices I represented. <laughs> you know, shit, just go Monterey Jack. <laughs> let, him, let him do whatever. <laughs> like the, the voice actor for him is named Jim Cummings, so that's good. Let mm-hmm. him do it. Yeah. And so that's why Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, uh, not uh, Chip and Dale Dancers. Um, and I guess that will take us to <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> this, this goddamn episode. <laughs> I'm glad of all the episodes oh. that exist, this is the one that's like too This hard. is the one that's <laughs> happened. It's, it's in time of recording, like three in the morning. Jesus. <laughs> Um, anyway, my lead-in question for you, Drew, yes. for, for next week mm-hmm. is why take a crazy chance, not do a crazy dance. This is, of course, lyrics to Hillary Duff's hit song, Why Not? So, of course, our theme for next week is female pop idols. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Why oh this not God. that? Female pop idols. <laughs> okay. <It's> so... <laughs> oh God, that one's gonna be very good. I'm. I'm. That one will be a good one. I'm sorry <laughs> about this one, mm-hmm. but that. But the next one will be a guaranteed success. So I say with that, let's go ahead and get our 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 outro music playing. And then, yeah. uh, as as we always say on why this not that, uh, bye bye. All right. Jesus, I feel. I, I, <laughs> good luck editing. That. I mean, it won't be too hard because it, it needs to be more time intensive. But I have a three day weekend. Oh, you have a three day weekend? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so I'll probably just. 
edit it into the into both pieces. So I'll have my That's balance. good. I'm happy that you have that because yeah. I don't have that at all. I'm working an extra day. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That sucks a whole lot. Not as not as bad as it really is. As it could have It could have been as bad as as this episode. (laughs) Right as he says nice. Right as he says it. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, Well, everyone, again, as we always say, uh, (laughs) bye. Bye. (laughs)